This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde Bolanta, as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen. We have been looking at the Father's heart, or the Father heart of God. God is the perfect Father. He is the Father we can all draw strength from. Quintessential is just complete. So, we've been looking at him. We saw him in the first service as a promise keeper. We saw him as a compassionate father. We saw him as a father who gives security, and so on and so forth. In this service, I want to continue and to say that um, this our Father, our Heavenly Father, is this and much more to us. There are so many grounds we couldn't cover earlier, but I want to say to us that fathers are life givers. Fathers are life givers. Isaiah 51, 1 and 2. Fathers are life givers. Hearken to me, ye that follow after righteousness, ye that seek the Lord. Look unto the rocks where ye are hewn, and to the hole of the pit whence ye are digged. Look unto Abraham your father, and unto Sarah that bear you, for I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. First Peter 1.23 Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. We see fathers are life givers. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Fathers are life givers. Uh, the seed, remember in the Garden of Eden, he said the seed of the woman will bruise your head. Talking about the supernatural birth of Jesus, because we know a woman does not have seed, it's men that carry the seed. But, he was talking prophetically. But the Bible says in 1 Peter 1.23 that you and I are born not of corruptible seed. Sometimes people are ashamed of their background. Maybe the man was a drunk, he was not responsible, he didn't do things right. And you're like, mm. how many of you know there are people they may call in your family and they say, your surname is the same. And then you start making excuses. Well, you know, it's a coincidental thing. Because the man has a bad name. But I want to tell you this morning, you don't need to be ashamed of your heritage because you are born of God. I say you are born of God. Ephesians 2.10 says where is workmanship. When a man is born again, the Bible says he's a new creation. All things are passed away. You know, there's what is called name dropping. You drop this name. I know this one. I know this one. That one is my uncle. That one is my whatever. But this morning I can say to you, whatever be your natural heritage, 
you can take the heavenly heritage and this morning you can say, I am born of God. How many of you are born of God this morning? Like father, like son. If you are born again this morning, you are born of God. I say you are born of God. I say you are born of God. Sometimes your name may resemble a famous person. And people ask you, is it this person? And you may have to say, no, 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 no. Our own name is different. We are not even related. Or if you are insecure, you say, yes, it's really my uncle. But this morning, you don't have to be insecure about where you came from. Being born again, not of corruptible seed. Your heavenly father owns them all. He owns them all. The cattle on a thousand hills belong to him. He has never lost a battle. He has no competition. He is your father. I said he is your father. He is your father. He is the father of mercies. When he thinks about you, 2 Chronicles 16.9 says, The eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of those whose hearts are upright towards him. He is a compassionate father. When he looks at you, he said, As a father pitieth his children, Psalm 103, I believe verse 13 and 14. He said, As a father pitieth his children. He said, Even so the Lord pities his own. He's longing for you all the time. He's a father of mercy. He's a father of compassion. We are looking unto him all the time because he's our father. He said, look unto Abraham, your father, in Isaiah, where we read, from the rock where you, you are hewn. You, you came out of somewhere. Even if they say they don't know who your father is, you can tell them, I have a better father. They say, oh, your family name is bad. You can say, I belong to a higher family. Hallelujah to Jesus. Hallelujah to Jesus. And this father will never deny you. He said, when we are faithless, he is faithful. I want to say to you this morning, you have a great heritage in God. He is the father that never fails. He is the father that never backs down. He said, when you go through the waters, I will be with you. When you go through the rivers, I will be there. There are some fathers, if you go through water, they may be there. There are some friends, if you go through water, they may be there. But when rivers start coming and there's a flood in your life of problem, they will not be there. But God increases it. He said, when you go through the fire, it will not kindle upon you. Maybe you have a father that doesn't want to come akiri that doesn't want to see your face. But I want to say there's a heavenly father that is longing for you day and night, just like the prodigal son. The boy said, I have messed up. I have made so many mistakes. But every day, that father was looking out for him. Every day, he was looking out for him. Could that be my son? I want to say the heart of the Lord is towards you this morning. He's a father that keeps promises. He's looking out for you by day, by night. He's saying, where is that boy? Where is that girl? The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. He's looking out for you. I have a father who will never fail. He's looking out for you this morning. Uh, I said, he's looking out for you this morning. The madman of Gadara, his family had forsaken him because he was mentally insane. He was in the tombs. Nobody cared about him. But Jesus could feel, one of my children is calling me. I want to say to you, when nobody cares, there's a father that is touched with the feelings of your infirmity. He is burdened with what burdens you. He is full of compassion. That is the name of your father. He is full of compassion. He is the compassionate father. He's the one that cries with you. He's the one that feels what you feel. He's the one that feels your isolation. He's the one that feels your degradation. He's the one that knows what you are going through in this hour. He's the one you can talk to when there's no friend to talk to. What a father that we have who is touched with the feelings of our infirmity. That is the father I'm talking to you about. 
child, the father that left his home in glory and went to the cross to die a wicked death for us. He suffered what he did not commit. I want to say that father is your father this morning. He is mindful of you. He's always thinking about you. He has tattooed your name on the palm of his hands. Every time he looks, he is seeing you this morning. You are always in his thoughts. He's mindful of you. His mind is full of you. His mind is full of you. His mind full of you. His mind is full of you. He's thinking about you all the time. The thoughts he has towards you, they are more than the sun. The Bible says on the seashore. I want to say to you, child of God, in the season we are living in today, don't be discouraged. There's a father that is looking out for you. Is there an amen in the house of God? You believe that? Give him a shout in the house of God. Please sit down for a bit. One day I was really concerned about many things and I was praying many years ago. And I had a little vision. How do I explain it to you? From God's vantage point in heaven. You know heaven is very far from here. Plane cannot go to heaven. Even rockets cannot get to heaven. We're talking about the heaven where God is. Because you have to go faster than the speed of light. And when you go further than the speed of light, you have to become immortal. That's why you have to throw this body down. Eh? And you are transported beyond the speed of light. That's why we are mortal. Once you pass that, you become immortal. So from that point, I could see myself on the earth like a little pin that women used to sew cloths inside sand, box of sand. And the father could still locate me there. And he didn't use microscope. I said, I said, God, now what for you? You mean from that point, if I was in this box of sand, you can pick me out. So there's nowhere you go. That's why the psalmist says, where will I go from your presence? He said, if I go to the depth of the sea, you are there. Everywhere you see people breathing, God is there. He's everywhere. He's ever-present. Jehovah Shammah is ever-present. There's nowhere, if you can breathe air, God is there. Even if you cannot breathe, he's there. Because you wouldn't exist without him. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made. And the Bible says he upholds or sustains all things by the word of his power. What a powerful father we have. He's mindful of you. He's mindful of you. So the father, fathers are faith builders. Fathers are what? Faith builders. Go to Genesis 22. Let me show you something briefly there. Sometimes in our life we have questions. How many of you have ever had one question? You felt you could ask God. Me, I have more than one to ask him. How many of you have asked one question? I say, God, if I see you, I will ask you. Hmm? You people are very spiritual. Me, I have many questions to ask him. But in Genesis 22, there's a story there. From verse 6. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon, his, upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father, and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son. 
God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. And you know the rest of this story that that guy climbed the altar. Before he could kill him, a ram appeared. I said, fathers are faith builders. Fathers are faith builders. Now, Isaac was not like a little child. You will not put wood to burn a whole offering of a human being on a little child and the knife and everything. In fact, one of the famous historians, Josephus, actually said, if you read his own, um, he said, uh, now Isaac was 25 years old. I mean, that's the age Josephus estimates for him. And other people give different ages. Now, I don't know about you, but it takes a lot of faith. Sometimes we don't understand what our father is doing. Sometimes your heavenly father is walking in the dark. Hello? Where is Igwe now? Igwe, I saw him. He ran away from church. Eh? I need another person to help me. Where are you come? Men of faith. This one is more than 25, but let's assume he's 25. Come, 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 come. He has wood on his head. Knife. Fire. I'm his father. I said, we are going to make sacrifice. Ha. And he asked me, I said, Daddy, we've been doing this for a long time. The one we did last year, last month, there was an animal we took along. Now, there's no animal. There's wood. There's knife. There's fire. And there's me. <laughs> Won't you be thinking that, what are we going to use? I hope this man is not trying to kill me. How many of you sincerely have been through situations you thought maybe God is trying to kill you? Say, God, this one, too much. I know you won't raise your hand. But we have all been there. When you take God, it is too much. And then the father said to God will provide a sacrifice. Between you and God this morning, how many of you will still follow the father? This one is this even follow me. Oh. See, let's go and make the sacrifice. Be genuine, be genuine, be genuine. If you won't follow, don't follow, just stand. Let's go and make the sacrifice. Are you sure you will follow me? Be honest in church. You will doubt it twice. Okay, doubt it. Let's go and make the sacrifice. You see the gap way there between me and him? Because he is not sure what I am actually doing. There are some times in life where I'm not sure of what God is doing. Be honest with me. Have you ever been in a situation where I say, God, uh, it be as it be. Uh, God, to, to. Now, the worst part, they, they get to the altar, they build the thing, the altar. Ah, come now, I, I won't kill you. <laughs> We're inside church. <laughs> they get to the altar. Now, if they, the, they've built the thing, they've built the altar. Or you climb altar, just sit on it. It's because it's church. The Bible does not say, and Isaac ran for one kilometer, and Abraham was chasing him. <laughs> Let me clap for him. Do you see what I'm saying? But he believed what God had told him. And sometimes when you believe God, you look stupid to the world. 
Faith looks stupid until it starts raining. When Noah said rain, we follow. They say we have never seen, even seen, uh, we've never seen rain before. Bible says at the time the earth was watered from underneath. Rain will follow. Nigeria will be better. They say for where it will be better in Jesus' name. The guy. So sometimes in our lives we are in seasons where we don't really understand what the Father is doing. But the Word of God is what builds faith in those seasons in your life. The famous Psalm 91, you all know in this house, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say, he is my refuge and my my God. Then Jesus answers from verse 3, from a New Testament standpoint. Surely he, he begins, he begins to tell you what the Father will do for you. And in verse 13 also, then God speaks back, because you've set your love upon me, therefore I will deliver you. I will set you on high, because you have known my name. Our Father can be trusted. And while I'm still on that story, let your faith be strong in this season that we are in. The moment the ram appeared, Isaac was free. I want to say Jesus is God's lamp, your substitute. In the game of soccer, once they substitute you, you will sit down. Nobody can break your leg again. No referee can give you yellow card. No referee can give you red card. Jesus has substituted you to sit down. No more yellow card. No more red card. No more evil will come to you because a substitution has taken place. Fathers build faith. In fact, it was that singular thing that made Israel to understand in Egypt when they were killing that animal, they could remember that their survival as a nation was because a substitution was made. I want to say to you this morning, Jesus has substituted you. He has paid with his life as a ransom for you and your family, even in this season that we are in. And when sacrifice is made, substitution is made, you must put it on an altar so a spirit can come and attend to it. Because God is the one that sent that substitution. He's the one that sent Jesus, the highest sacrifice on the highest altar. There was no altar on the earth that could take that blood. The only altar that could take the blood of Jesus was the heavenly altar. No altar in the atmospheric heaven. No altar in the stellar heavens where all the stars are could take it. The only altar that could take blood in your name was the altar of Almighty God in heaven, the mercy seat of God. While Abel's blood cried from the ground, the blood of Jesus is speaking. Hebrews 12 says, is speaking better things from heaven. I want to say right now, as you apply your faith, as you begin to decree what God has said about you, the blood in heaven is also speaking. And when that blood in heaven speaks, from the highest altar, every lower altar of terrorism, of banditry, of violence, they are coming down where you are concerned. Your life is hidden in Christ and Christ in God. The password for your life, the password for the blood is in heaven. It's not on this earth. I decree to you, you are delivered. I say you are delivered. You are delivered. You are delivered. Your family is delivered. You're going out and coming in. You are blessed in it. In the name of Jesus, 
there's the blood of God Almighty calling your name, there cannot be a higher sacrifice. You will not be sacrificed because that sacrifice is eternal, made by an eternal being. And I want to say to a child of God, under the sound of my voice today, you're going out, you're coming in. I said the blood on the mercy seat is speaking mercy over your children, over your home, over your journey. Your week shall be great. You will go in peace and return in peace because the God who said it, he has no competition. He has no tenure. You cannot argue with him. The highest sacrifice on the highest altar by the highest being has been made in your name. Therefore, you will never, never pay with your life what Jesus has paid for with his blood. Can you give him a shout in the house of the Lord today? To somebody that may sound like you are always saying that faith comes by hearing and fear also comes by hearing how many of you realize how many times we are bombarded with bad news is too much even sometimes you are not looking for it to pop up and so you need to keep hearing the words of your father to give you confidence when you hear children say my father will beat your father their fathers have never fought before but the children believe so much in the power of their father I believe so much in the power of my father. I believe so much in the efficacy of his blood that was given for me. Hallelujah to Jesus. Abba Father's love will destroy fear in your life. Abba Father's love will destroy fear in your life. You know, some people are raised by fathers who are very abusive. Hallelujah. And you need to forgive the man. Maybe he was also abused. When I say abuse, it can be verbal. It can be physical. Hmm? When a father is coming home, children are running under the bed. That father has a problem. Hello? That's not discipline. That's madness. If the children run under the bed, run into another room, lock themselves when you are coming home, you are a tyrant. You need help. Anger management course will be good for you. Fruit of the Spirit will be best. Now, if you are raised by a father like that, any small thing, pa, 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 slap, 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 kick. When you are talking to God, you'll be waiting. I don't know when he's going to slap me next. That's not how our father is. Those things affect our faith. The words of a father can build faith, can also build fear. You will never amount to anything. Ah! Did you, because you gave birth to that child, does not mean you wrote his book. You only have a privilege to give him birth to the child. You didn't write the book. So, parents, when you are angry, just shoo. I said, wait, shh. Don't say it. You never wrote it. Your, your, your brother came first, you came last. You are just going to become a mechanic. Mechanics are making money, by the way. One of my friends, something happened to his car. He brought something. Eh? He was driving. I think he didn't see. Um, there was something they put it there. He just hit the thing. The man, he parked. He said, oh, God. That is 1,000 pounds. Mechanics are making money. <laughs> he got it for cheaper, but it was still good money. But when you, when you now start saying, you, you have no amount to any person, you are going to become a, a, a carpenter. Carpenters are making money. They pay them per hour in some places. Per hour. 
Already you are telling that child that being a carpenter, being a mechanic, it is it's not good. But some of them are making more money than you sitting inside air conditioner. I didn't get any amen on that one, I know. Some people say, I reject it. Keep rejecting it. The guy is making more money than you in your suit. Make mistake in, outside this country. Call a plumber to work in your house. You better prepare. They will charge you per hour and you must pay. It's coming to that in Nigeria too now. When they call you for work, don't you see that the amount has gone up too? It has gone up. Try it. If you are trying to roof your house, you will find out what I'm saying. When they give you the bill, you start saying, ah, 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 <laughs> for two days. <laughs> it's all for two days' work. But when you are angry, you begin to say things, and it can create fear in that child. Fear and self confidence can go. Hallelujah. You fear Waek once. When the ignorant father will talk, he will say, You are always failing Waek. It's only one time. Fail Waek. <laughs> but when you are angry, you are always failing Waek. One time has become always failing Waek. He say, Rejoice not over me, my enemy. If I fall, I shall arise. Father, don't become the enemy of your child. I know it's money in the pocket that is a problem. But the damage you will do with that verbal assault on that child. Even when you have died, the child may still be hearing it. And fear can come into that child's life. But Abba's love delivers from fear. The, 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 the Jews in Jesus' day, they were not used to calling, they can say the God of our fathers. But to call him father themselves was not in their lexicon. It was not in anywhere. They can say the God of our fathers. Huh? That's still not calling him your father. You just say, he's the God of your fathers. But to call him my father, our father who art in heaven, I am going to my God and your father, was not in their language. You know, Dickens, if suddenly you are walking on the road and a child comes to hold your, your clothes and say, daddy, 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 it's okay, and it's not okay. Every day is holding up. One day your wife will say, ah, who is this young boy? <laughs> Maybe you have scored some goals you never told them about. <laughs> Do you understand? So when we call God our Father, we are begotten of him. We came out of the same template that brought out Jesus. He is the first begotten from the dead. We are there to we are raised with him. So they were not, when Jesus said, Abba, Father, he was saying, I came out of you. I belong to you. So every time you are praying, you say, Father, my Father. Try to say, my Father. Say, my Father. You can't even say it. My Heavenly Father. Uh, your voice, your volume was low. I will be waiting until the volume rises. Oh, my that's a bit better. Can we raise it a bit more? Can you say it a bit louder? Can you say it more? Do you know what that means? It means you came out of him. 
He can't do any, he can't, he can't, he can't reject you. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2, 13, he said, when we are faithless, he remains faithful. He cannot deny himself. If you bring a baby and say, your baby and say, this baby is ugly, who are you abusing? Yourself. So that's why even when we've met, I mean, the prodigal son, the guy has messed up big time. He was, he was, he was planning his repentance and confession. I will go on to my father and say, Father, I've sinned against heaven. I'm not worthy to be thy child. Make me one of your servants. Blah, 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 blah. Bible says, when the father saw him a great way off, he ran towards him and he began to love on him. It's not that I didn't want him to make confession. There's nothing you have done that God is not already aware of. When you are confessing is when either you got caught or you decided to repent. But his love for you did not change. Now, get me right. His love for you did not change when you got into that mess. He didn't change his love for you. He may not be pleased, but he loves you all the same. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. He said about Jesus. What happened? Jesus just stooped low for John to baptize him. And when he was coming, God said, if you, God, the son, can be baptized by a man, I'm pleased. But the love of God for you doesn't change. Don't tell children, well, if you're still sweet, Jesus will not love you again. You just lied against God. Have you heard that before? Jesus loves you if you're still sweet, if you don't still sweet. He doesn't approve of your stealing sweet. He is more pleased when you don't steal it. Because if God stops loving you, you can never come back to him. Husband and wife can fight now. You may not be pleased, but you still love your husband. So when the man says, I'm sorry, say, hey, I've been waiting for you to say it now. <laughs> Why did you say it yesterday? Because even though you are not happy, inside you, you are saying, this man, won't he apologize? Women, am I not telling the truth? You know, men don't like apologizing. I'm the head of this house. So what? Don't look at me like that. Are you perfect? I'm the head of this house. So uh, we know. We're the head of the house. So even when you are not pleased, you still love the man, or you still love the woman, if God ever calls off love, we can never come back. He said, nobody can come except the Father draws him. He said, we loved him because he first loved us. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. So God's love for you is constant. No matter what mistake you make in your life, don't let the devil tell you, ah, God does not want to see you. In fact, that's why you should come to church. When you make mistakes, you should come to church more. Ah, uh, people do not agree with that. Because the devil will tell you, God doesn't want to see No, God wants to see you. In fact, he's longing for you. He's longing for you. So get in his presence and say, Daddy, I just didn't do it right but I know you love me. Help me against next time. But the devil will tell you, ah, you are smoking, you have, you, have, you have drank one bottle, who could drink ten? <laughs> I will say repent in, instead. Amen, somebody. All right, let's move on. Wow. Praise the Lord. So, fathers are providers. 1 Timothy 5, 8. 
Psalm 78, verse 19 to 25. Matthew 7, uh, 7 to 11. We'll just read parts of it. Matthew 7, um, verse 9. Or what man is there of you whom if his son asks bread, will give him a stone? Or if they ask a fish, will give him a serpent? Verse 11, Matthew 7, 11. If ye then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall who? My father, your father which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him. If you ask for a good thing, the answer is on the way. If it's a good thing to you, the answer is on the way. Now, let us understand something. <laughs> if you are looking to a man to do it, then your answer is a man. But if you are looking to God to do it, he said, if you ask him for fish, he won't give you snake, uh, and bread, he won't give you stone. Now, that's the father's heart. He said, I want the best for you. Sometimes in life, even, even your earthly father, your parents, they cannot give you what you think is the best. But as a father you can look to, who can turn the story around and give you what is best. He said, if you be natural, can give good things to them, that how much more shall your heavenly father give good things to them that ask him? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to talk to a woman briefly. Sometimes your husband cannot give you that good thing. Am I lying? Sometimes because his pocket, you know, is in a season where it's not there. Is that not true? Don't get mad. Go higher than him. Go to daddy God. Go to the father that owns everything. I say, father, my husband cannot even afford a Tokumbo car. Not even Kekena Pep. Tricycle. But you own it all. Go with him in faith. God will surprise you. You see, you see, you, the amen was like, hmm. Your amen, your amen did not work for me. I said, God will surprise you. Don't make that your husband the source. He's only a channel. God can raise that money from, oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't make your husband, your church, your job, or anything the source. Talk to the, the father up there. He has never taken a loan to service the sun that is shining on your head. Has he ever taken a loan? He's, never He's always there. God will help our faith. Talk to him as a father and as a friend. And the only way your faith will rise is the more of the word of God, the more of his words you are meditating on, the more of the things he said you are meditating on. Father, you said this. Repeat it to yourself. Think on it when you lie down. Think on it when you are walking around, driving around. Thank you, Lord, for your word. That word will begin to get stronger in you. And you realize that things that used to shock you and you're like, how are we going to find that kind of money? It will just come, and when you turn to God, the answer will be there for you. Is he our father? Is he a provider? 
Now the Bible says something. Let's look at it. Mm. Look at... Um, I believe it's First Timothy 5.8. But if any man provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. Psalm 78.19. Yea, they spake against God. They said, can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Let me comment on that briefly. He said, if a man cannot provide for his house, there's no, there's, there's, there's no job that is beneath you as a man if it's to meet the needs of your family. Hallelujah. If you're a bricklayer, you are digging, you are doing whatever kind of job you are doing, the Bible says that if you can't provide for your family, you are worse than an infidel, which means one of the first basic responsibility of a man is to make sure that the members of that household, they have something to eat, there's food on the table. But the children of Israel told God, can he furnish table in the wilderness? This is a man who brought them out of Egypt. I mean, this is a God, brother, who brought them out of Egypt. They were murmuring. One of the things that affects provision in a family is the spirit of murmuring. Some people can never appreciate anything that man has ever done. I know I didn't call your name. So just don't, don't look at me like that. Just relax. Don't call your name. There's no point comparing the ability of your husband to provide to the ability of another person's husband to provide. They are not the same. After all God did for the children of Israel, I said, eh, we are here now. Can he provide? Can, where, will he, where will he get food to give us in the wilderness? Can he furnish the table? Where will he get bread? Where will he get meat to give us? But God did it. Let me give women a little secret. Fathers want to be appreciated the way God too wants to be appreciated. Men, am I telling the truth? Talk so that I can tell them for you. It's not loud enough. Men, talk. Am I telling the truth? We, the problem God had with them was they were always, if he, he delivered them from Egypt, all the plagues they escaped, they came through the Red Sea, he gave them water, they said, can he provide meat? Abba. Even if the man doesn't seem to have the capacity, if you, if you encourage him, eh? if you encourage him, if you encourage him, he will start working harder. Maybe he has it, he didn't want to give you. But by the time you are, you are encouraging him and say, wow, I really appreciate what you did there. That was really nice. Thank you for that rapper. Thank you for the other one. Thank you for the other one. Thank you. By the time you mention thank you like five times, the man will begin to scratch his head. Uh, what else can we do in this house? That is how God created men. Is that the truth or not? But if you behave like the children of Israel, eh, eh, our firstborn did not die. Eh, the plagues did not reach our house. The frogs did not enter. Hail did not enter. This one did not enter. That one did not happen. Eh, eh, and we came through the Red Sea. So what is that now? Now we need to eat. Ah, even God had to say, ah, you guys, <laughs> ah, are you people normal? Some fathers want to ask their wives, are you, are you normal? I know amen has dried. Women are looking at me like, 
akwe gada kenango <laughs> learn to appreciate daddy in heaven i know you are not where you want to be but you are not where you used to be is there an amen on that one i say you are not where you want to be but you are not where you used to be so you need to praise him for that i say lord i thank you and when you begin to do that, I can tell you every reasonable man who is a father suffers more than you of his household when he cannot miss that budget. He suffers. He may not tell you. When you are busy sleeping, the man is, is looking at the ceiling. Oh, this is my children. Oh, this is my children. He may not tell you, but his heart is in his... his, his it's, it's a problem for him. So if you add a little bit of encouragement to that thing, it will give you a big breakthrough. Is there an amen in the house of God? Alright, let's add something more. Praise God. You notice certain trends in families. Hmm. See, I have a lot on my plate, but let's take... Um, Okay, one or two more, and then we're done. All right, let's take this one, and then we'll... All right, okay. Honoring fathers will release the transfer of grace. Honoring father will release the transfer of grace. Uh, you can look at, you can write down Second Kings... Chapter 2, in fact, from verse 1 to the end, or as far as you can read, or let's say 1 to 15, honoring fathers will release the transfer of grace. Remember when Elijah was taking up, Elisha said, and as they still went on and talked, behold, the chariots of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. That's Second Kings chapter 2. I believe that should be verse 14 or so. Um, Elijah went up by a whirlwind into heaven. And Elijah saw it and cried, My father, my father, the chariots of Israel and his horsemen, and he saw him no more. The, the background of that story is that he, he has served this man for such a long time. He followed him. He said, I'm going to Gilgal. He followed him. I'm going to Bethel. He followed him. Followed him. I'm going to Jericho. He followed him. I'm going to Jordan. He followed him. All those places are symbolic, but we will not go into that today. He followed him to every significant place. When you, if you want a transfer of grace, you need to learn to follow the fathers that God has put into your life. If you remember, Gilgal was the place that Israel was circumcised. Huh? It was a painful place. Sometimes working with God, working with, with father figures or fathers in your life, you come to a painful place. And many people, when they come to a painful place, they cannot separate their emotions from, 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 from the thing they are going through, and they walk away. Gilgal was symbolic of that. Then, of course, he followed him to Bethel. Bethel was the place of open heaven, where he, um, Jacob saw the angels ascending and descending. He, he followed him to Jericho. Jericho was a place where they were told to march around. It was a very bad battle strategy in the natural. But he followed him. Then he followed him to Jordan. Jordan was the gateway 
into the promised land. Just to say that. So you have to follow fathers hard. Because there are some things your spiritual father will see that you cannot see. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Be very careful of people that run down spiritual authority because they will destroy you. Ham saw his father's nakedness and called people, come and see my father's nakedness. He got a curse. Hello. The gentleman in front of me now, there was a day I was in my house quietly minding my business and the Lord said, call uh, Emmanuel. I said, call him. For what? Tell him to leave where he is now. Is that a true story? I thought, Maybe he's in his house. I cannot tell him. My head. God may not speak to me about you if you are not my son. He may not bother me. When I called him, I said, I don't go to Renji. So where I am now, tell me what you said though, so that I can say it. What did you tell me? You say you are not in town. I say, where are you? You say, I travel. I say, where are you? He kept dribbling me. I say, where are you? Talk now. We're in church. I say, program, a political meeting. Continue. He said, where? He said, in your hometown. I, I say, live there now. He was explaining that the thing he was looking for was very near him. And then, you decided to obey. And what happened? Immediately, he stood up. They started shooting in the place. His mind is here. It's not a story. You see, you will live long in Jesus' name. You will live long. Sit down, Ima. Sit down. I was not praying when God spoke to me. I think I was, I don't know what I was doing. I was playing a game or watching TV. But you can hear God. Because your spirit can be tuned to God and you can be looking outside, you can, inside, you are, you are tuned to him. What if he had said, no be reverend, no be geo, wait till you know. Wait till you know. Some things happen. And they happened because we, we didn't follow hard. There are a few men in this world that if they call me now and they say, walk out, I won't even pray. I will just walk. There are not many in the, on earth that if they called me now and said, leave that spot now, I will just walk. But I see them as a covering over my life. But you know, some of us who, are, who have too much, who think we have too much of the word of God. When they say, once you say, the Greek meaning of that is this. If we say that, they say the Hebrew meaning of that. Me too, I read Greek and Hebrew. If I quoted some in the first service. My brother, <laughs> there are people, what did, um, I think it was um, Abimelech that said to Sarah, after he tried to take her as wife, he said, your husband is a covering for your eyes. There are people God puts as covering over you. They may not give back to you spiritually. 
If God has brought you under discovery, we are your spiritual fathers. You may be older than us. Today's Father's Day, we have to say some things. I have one more point, but let me just say it like that because of time. Generational curses are broken when we honor fathers. If you look at the life of Jacob, he had problems. But one of his children, particularly, I'm excited about Joseph. What is the story of Jacob? Remember Jacob? He collected the bat, uh, bat right from his brother Esau over pottage. Say, you are so hungry, give it to me. After that, when the father was about to die, Isaac himself and his mother, and that's another thing, as I'm rounding this up, don't choose the child you love and the one you don't love. If I can show you from the Bible, the Bible says, um, because Esau was a good hunter, his father used to love the game, the, 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 the bush meats, the, the balangu and suya the guy was making. But this other guy was a plain man. Jacob was always was a handyman around the house. Maybe he used to make farm, make this, a vegetable garden for the mother. He was a handyman. He was, the mother loved him. So they separated their children. For a mother to be telling the, for whatever reason, helping to lie to the father is a problem. So Jacob began to do that kind of habit. But when he reached his uncle's place, Laban's place, what happened to him? He loved, what's her name? Rachel. On the day of the thing, they gave him Leah. He served 14 years for the two girls, six years for the thing. Long story short, he gets back and his own family began to see the same dysfunctional nature of that family. The family was dysfunctional. Reuben went and had an affair with his stepmother. Even today's world, is that not a terrible thing? We don't have time to go into all the story, but there was a reason for that. Levi and Simeon. When their sister Dina was raped, they told all the men to circumcise themselves in the village. Before they could heal, they wiped out everybody. And their father had to run for his life. You can see, you know, he kept going, going like that. But Joseph, it doesn't matter what family you come out from. You can be the Joseph in that family. Joseph said, uh, 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 I know my people. In fact, they lied to the father that a wild animal had killed Joseph. They had evidence of blood on it. They showed the man. The man was mourning for somebody who was alive. Joseph suffered. Listen to me. Bible says those that will live godly will suffer persecution. If you want to live godly and you don't want persecution, you are not ready. In your office, they will throw nose at you. But Joseph, he went through all that, sold to slavery, got to Potiphar's house. He could have been messing up with Mrs. Potiphar, but he said, no, 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 no. This chua chua, this wuru you know what I'm saying? That has been running our family. I'm not going to continue it. He was the man that God lifted in that family. When his brothers finally came, he told them, I am Joseph. What you meant for evil, God has turned it for good. Maybe your father was absent. Maybe your father was violent. Maybe your father never cared about you. 
But whatever was meant for evil, God has turned it for good. I always say to my king's kid, you know my king's kid in the home here, I always say to them, don't have a chip on your shoulder. Nobody owes you anything. Your heavenly father will provide. You are not inferior to anybody. And now those children, now we are seeing them growing. Some of them are now graduates from university. They have degree. They are working. Has God not turned what the devil planned for evil? Has God not turned it around for good? I want to say something to a child of God today. Whatever the enemy has planned for evil in your life, the God of heaven is able to turn it for good. Stop fighting your father. Allow your father to rest wherever he is. He didn't know any better. I want to encourage you, child of God, that if God can do it for other people, he can do it for you. Lift your hand and begin to pray this morning. Don't let that bad experience forgive your father the one that was not there, the one that did not stay. Sometimes your father died too early. And you say, if this man has stayed, but look at what the Lord has done in your life. Is it by your own power that you are here? Is it by your own power that you got to where you are? Begin to release that father and bless him. And just bless him, bless him, bless him this morning. Take a minute or two and just speak to him. Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you praise. Talk to your heavenly father this morning. His love is all-encompassing. His love is all-encompassing in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up everyone on the sound of my voice. Father, we thank you because you are the perfect Father. You are our perfect Father. And what an honor that we can call you Abba. We can call you Abba. We can call you Abba. We can look into your face without condemnation. We can say we belong to you and we know that you are thinking about us. We know that you are mindful. You are always thinking. You are singing over us. We thank you, Daddy, this morning. For every earthly father that didn't fulfill what he was supposed to fulfill, we release them so that that seed of bitterness will not grow in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Father, I pray right now, oh God, that your people will begin to see they'll begin to see the true father in you. That anyone who has been hurt by life, who has gone through anything, that what the enemy meant for evil, Lord, you will turn it for good. There will be a Joseph to their generation. In the same house where there were dysfunctional people, Joseph became a shining example. I pray for everybody on the sound of my voice, that you'll be a Joseph in your family, and God will raise you to another level. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilar at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m., and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Romanew Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.